1: Good morning, Lee. Hey there, Tara.
2: Interview
3: yesterday with Harris Faulkner on Fox News did not go well for Nikki Haley. Not at all. Faulkner actually laughed at her in the middle of the interview. Mm. And Faulkner was the one they tried it out yeah. uh, to cheerlead for Nikki Haley, and she did her best. What a mess. Uh, she was asked what state she's going to win. Nikki Haley could not answer the question. Yeah,
1: well, the, the, if you look at the polling, there's no state that she's going to win.
3: Yeah, In the primary, at least. Right. Well, but that doesn't matter when you're running on a cloud of Democrat money. So Nikki Haley was amazed yesterday. This is the clip that's going viral on Twitter right now. Nikki Haley was amazed yesterday uh, that Harris Faulkner would dare to say she hasn't won a state yet, even though she hasn't won right. a state, state yet. yet. Yeah. I'll play it. You, you you can't hear Harris laugh, but you could see it on the screen. Yeah. She's like, What?
1: This Saturday, the primary, how do you get there beyond the state when you haven't won a state yet? How do you win your first state?
2: I mean, it's amazing to say I haven't won a state yet. You've only had three states that have voted. Well, it's not amazing. We need South to Carolina's winner take states. all.
1: I mean, it's, it's, yeah, it's, but we need it's let she's going to pick up more delegates. South Carolinians
2: have not voted yet.
3: It's amazing to say I haven't won a state, but you haven't won yeah, a state, though. Yeah, I mean, that's, yeah. Oh, okay,
1: or okay. She was scrambling because she's wasn't ready for that question. No, she that wasn't way. ready for it. Yeah.
3: Um, and the questions are going to get harder and yeah. weirder as we as we go on here. She's also used to kid glove treatment by the mainstream media because she's an instrument of destruction for Donald Trump, and so as such, she is treated like warrant royalty. You should see the softball she gets. I've never seen such a thing for someone who claims to be a Republican on mainstream media. Uh, they treat her like she's a Democrat because uh, she is. So here's Kellyanne Conway answering the question. After that clip was played for her, she's, of course, an advisor to Trump. So yep. she's acting as a surrogate for right. him. Uh, Kellyanne Conway, it's amazing I, to say, How can you say I haven't won a state? Because you, you haven't won a state. <laughs> yeah. Nikki? This is simple. Um, You don't need to be a pollster or mathematician to know that Nikki Haley has lost 149 of the 151 counties that have voted so far. And for all the people out there always screaming about your election
0: deniers, your election deniers, stop denying the election and the will of the people. They've spoken. As of this Saturday, Nikki Haley will have lost to Donald Trump by double digits in all four major geographic areas the Midwest, Iowa, the Northeast, New Hampshire, the Rocky Mountain West. Nevada and the South, South Carolina. I think she's giving way too much fodder to the Democrats and the and the hard left's ads that they're going to run no. in the fall. And I think it's regrettable that it's coming from a, quote, Republican.
1: You know, as she said, I believe uh, yesterday, day before, that, um, you know, on Sunday she'll still be running. But I'm wondering about Monday now.
3: Well, I mean, she has said no matter what happens that she's going to be competing on Super Tuesday. yeah. Well. Um, so, okay, that's 10 days from Saturday, you know, from, from the next. So, I mean, I don't, I, I guess she's going to keep going. Stranger things
1: have happened, so we'll see. Yeah,
3: I, here's the question, okay, that this is what I wonder. I know why she's still in it. I mean, the Alvin Bragg case is starting now. Yeah. I mean, I still can't believe it's 34 felonies. Really? 34 felony Alvin Bragg case starting in New York on march 25th right super tuesdays march 1st so um I, I i don't know i mean if she's gonna capitalize or try to capitalize on the fact um that you know a jury finds him guilty she's gonna have to go deep into may i think yeah um he will have definitely mathematically clinched the nomination by then but but again she, she's explaining to us and the democrats have too, and their blogs and all that she doesn't have to win she just has to be able to say hey I am the one who ran closest to him. And you can kind of see some of this from Ron DeSantis, too. He was in Columbia this week. Not Florida. Mm -hmm. He's dropped out of the race, and he had a press availability. He was taking questions. Um, And um, I think that's because um, once you have that announcement by... You know, they're going to try him in New York. He could, well, by the convention, be in prison. I mean, this is New York. It's not a recognizably American justice system. Anything could happen there. And while people are saying, well, if he gets convicted of like one or two felonies, the, the, the prison sentence won't be long. Um, but again, this is New York. So what laws say, judicial norms, precedent, all that's out the window.
1: Well, it's, we, we are in unprecedented times.
3: We are. So um, I think that's why Ron DeSantis was back in Columbia. I think he's watching this and going, oh, my gosh, she's going to claim to be the heir apparent, even though the woman can only win two counties out of, uh, you know, 150, what,
1: 151?
3: Yeah. I was shocked it was that high. I was yeah. like, well, what, two counties? Anyway, um, she, she uh, you know, she's not popular, and he's looking at it going You know, he is the close second choice to Trump among Trump voters when they pull them. uh, 70, 80% of Trump voters are like, okay, DeSantis. They're not like, okay, Haley. So I think that's, he's there going just kind of very quietly. He's not undermining Trump. He's not being loud about it. He's not doing anything, but he's just kind of going, okay, people don't like her. I am the next, you know, I
1: beat her in Iowa. So. Well, he's going to stick around for the floor fight at the convention. He should. Because that's what's going to happen.
3: It it's going to be a floor fight, and people don't want Nikki. That's what this race, you know, is is about right now.
1: You know, I'm thinking about these, these uh, conventions, and I'm thinking probably there will be violence outside of the Democrat convention. There will be violence inside the Republican convention. Oh, well,
3: verbal violence, because we're not—we're we're no, civilized. I, we're not like
1: them. I, well, we'll see.
3: Yeah. So— um, yeah, but this is all about to get very, very interesting. I think just looking at what happened in that, that fraud case and the grotesqueness of it when even the Associated Press is like, wow, I am... this law has never been used this way. There's a, this is a fraud statute. And there's no fraud. There's no victim. Now,
1: I, I am still furious. Me too. I am furious about that. And it's it's not because it's Donald Trump. It is a complete miscarriage of the judicial system, yes. the legal system in this country. When you do not have anybody defrauded, and yet you as a state prosecutor determine you don't like somebody, you campaign against them. You Your campaign is run on putting them in prison for what you can't really say, but just because you don't like them. And then there is no crime and, and you're talking about fraud where no one was defrauded and you're talking about a loan where due diligence was done by both sides and the loan was paid back and the people that loaned the money made the money they wanted. There's there's no crime here. And
3: Deutsche Bank testifies we are not a victim. Yes. We want to do more business with him. And the judge is like guilty. I mean, have you ever heard of a... Cr- I have covered so many criminal cases, okay, where the victim's like, nope, sorry, not a victim. Nope, me, nope, uh-uh. Love, no, love love the perp. Nope, don't want him to go to prison. Says nobody ever. Yeah. Except Deutsche Bank. Called him a whale client. Want to do more business with him. Hmm. I mean, you know, it's so bad. Okay, Jack, how bad is it? Ter- it's so bad um, that letter in the Wall Street Journal yesterday written by, get this, Jeb Bush, okay, not a fan. Yeah, no of Donald Trump, not at all. Right? He's Not even close. Ran <laughs> no. against him. Yes. They hate each other. Yes. They're in a. Um, they're still Vo- in a battle. Well, yeah, they're in a Vulcan death grip yeah. match battle thing, whatever you <laughs> yeah. call it. You would know. Um, over the, <laughs> the, the the Republican Party, the fundraising apparatus of it, right? They are in a death match. And Jeb Jeb Bush writes a, a an e- excuse me a letter in the Wall Street Journal headline: Elon Musk and Donald Trump cases imperil rule of law. Mm -hmm. And saying what has happened in New York is so outrageous. I am outraged, and I'm Jeb Bush. And he writes, um, you know, equality before the law is precious, and these rulings represent a crisis, not only for the soundness of our courts, but for the business environment that has allowed the U.S. to prosper.
1: Nailed it. Uh, He's absolutely
3: right. And this is alarming. I mean, like, I'm like, yeah, Jeb, what part of the Democrat Party did you not get, honey? Well, I mean, this is, and this is a guy who held a fundraiser at the Hamptons for only Democrat yeah. donors, okay? Oh, yeah. And he's like, woke, woken up now. And he's like, wow, wait, we're going to lose our country. Yeah, I know. That's what we've been trying to tell you.
1: Has he awakened from the wokeness? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, You know, even a blind squirrel finds him out occasionally. So,
3: so, and, and I'm going to get into that today. When you look at an anger on this morning, it's come out. Um, they are not going to give Trump more than a month to come up with that money. If you read, That's it's going to be hard thing. for him to come up with that money
1: the amount of the judgment is completely i mean even if this were a fair and judicial decision right even if it were there is no way that this fine that they are putting him under is in any way justice at all it's just staggering i mean for with interest payments you're talking 400 million dollars
3: Again, it's the math that's so staggering. When you add $450 million, right, with interest, plus $80 million, um, you're in the, you know, you're, you're basically in the low 500 millions. That is exactly what he has in cash. After that, he's got to start selling properties. Yeah. And it'll be really close to him being able to come up with that if he takes every last cent that he has in cash. What does that mean? He can't pay for his defense other than going into campaign funds. And it also means that it's going to be so close. You may see Letitia James, surrogate, who will be a Democrat Party activist, guarantee it, in the Trump businesses, selling them off for pennies on the dollar. Mm-hmm. And they're going to sell them low to break him. Yeah. And um, this just has the feel of a Soviet show trial. Yeah. And um, this morning on Fox News, Chris Wecker, um, who I know well, he was the special agent in charge of the Charlotte FBI office when I was there. And One of my sources, great guy, um, was on television saying this is it. This is the gravest misjustice that he, you know, miscarriage of justice that he has seen because he was a federal prosecutor as well, ever. And he said he can't believe that Letitia James was even allowed to try the case after campaigning on getting Trump.
1: Yeah, that's and, and that's the other thing that just stuns me. It's like I have never seen any more blatant prejudice of, over a a uh, you know a potential person that they're going to prosecute in, in history. Listen her to campaign this. was that she was going to get Trump.
3: Twenty one, and she said it was she was getting him not because he's a criminal, he's defrauding people, but because he's illegitimate in her eyes. That's oh, what she election said. election denier, huh? Right? Yeah, no, she is. That's what she said on the campaign trail. Here she is. Oh, it's going to do this today. Are you kidding me? Ugh, come on. So her goal there is to bring him down, and she means financially too. By the way, they're doing the same thing to Elon Musk, just like I told you. Mm -hmm. And you know who is blowing the whistle on that? Jeb Bush. Jeb Bush. Well, of course they're going after Elon Musk. They can't control speech on Twitter. They're in a frothing panic. If they can't lie, they can't win. They're going to bury you beneath the jail if you try to stop them from lying. And you know what's so crazy, Lee? Twitter is not a right-wing bastion. Left-wingers can go on yeah. there all day long and say whatever they want and they're still trying to destroy him because they know they can't win in a fair fight. Right. They exactly. know they can't exactly. if they can't lie and repress the other side, they can't win and they know it.
1: It's just like Rush always said. Yep.
3: Making fun of Joe Biden. See, this is the problem. This is why Elon Musk has to go to prison. There's just no other way around it. Biden was mocked for holding Nancy Pelosi's hand on the tarmac. He's got the big tennis shoes on with the good grips. You can see this. He's shuffling so he doesn't fall. After falling anyway, they shorten the steps, uh, getting into the plane for him. He's gripping uh, the rail. Going very slow, you can tell he's trying very hard not to fall and falls anyway, twice, up the stairs. So after that, earlier this week, they, they, got, they got to help him. And so they send Nancy Pelosi, who's a geriatric herself, out there. She holds his hand the way you would your grandfather when you're trying to help him to the bathroom at the old folks' home. And together they ever so slowly make their way across the tarmac. He's shuffling clutching hands as it and and they called it online nursing home reunion i went yes why is that trending and the new york post coined it was trending on twitter yesterday they can't they can't they get this is a this is a problem i mean they can't they can't control the narrative right now they're they're gonna have to replace him And, and elon musk is the cost of it so the big story right now is alexei Navalny. he was killed it appears by the russian government uh, was trying to praise the, the widow, uh, became confused. His brain seemed to break because he tried to do it without a teleprompter. He barely do it with the teleprompter. Seemed to lose what he was trying to say midway through the sentence. One thing that I made that I made clear to me, Yolanda, she's going to continue to fight out of the way. Not letting up. He turned away, shuffled off without taking any questions. He didn't seem to be able to complete his thought. Um, he forgot, confused her name. It's Yulia, not Yolanda. Did something similar recently when he met with the Queen of Jordan, uh, Rainia, who he referred to as Rihanna, the singer. Didn't seem to realize he got it wrong in either case. He, he can't even remember the woman he just met with. It, this is a mess. It is a mess. But they could handle this if Elon Musk were in prison. They could handle this if they could figure out a way around that. That's what makes this article so remarkable this morning. Headline, Wall Street Journal, Elon Musk and Donald Trump cases imperil the rule of law. Written, wait for it, by Jeb Bush. Yeah, that guy, that one. Jeb seeming to wake up after years of slumber, realizing the Democrats are really not good people. I'm going to take us on a full on USSR fun tour. That's where we're going. Now, there's, there's there's a dozen cases against him right now that are lawfare. One of them is the Department of Injustice. They're investigating his compensation inside his business criminally. Okay, so you're going to try to put him in prison. They're going to try to put him in prison. I have forecast, do not be surprised if you see him flee the country at some point in the future uh, because he's a citizen of another country. He has the ability to do that. Don't be surprised. Don't be surprised at anything that's coming. Here's what Jeb Bush writes in Alarm in the Wall Street Journal. The U.S. is the business capital of the world in large part because of its robust constitutional system and impartial judiciary. But two unprecedented legal decisions against Donald Trump in New York and Elon Musk in Delaware call that into question. In both cases, judges have ordered massive punitive judgments on behalf of dubious or non-existent victims. Uh, they, they, And it's a two-pronged approach, okay, They are breaking Trump financially. He's pretty much broke right now, Trump, financially. In terms of cash gone, and he stands a real risk right now of Letitia James being the one who's selling off his properties because she could do that. She could seize them by the end of the month. She's going to sell them for pennies on the dollar. He's going to have a thing. They're doing the same thing to Elon Musk right now. This is a liberal Delaware judge. So here's what they're doing, okay? They're going after Mr. Musk's Incentive-based compensation for Tesla, okay? That compensation was approved by 80% of the company's shareholders. There's no victim here. The plaintiff, a liberal Democrat, Richard Tornada, held just nine shares in 2018, worth about 200 then and 2,000 today. So he's won tremendously. He's like Deutsche Bank. He's not a victim. After the execution of the compensation plan that supposedly injured him, Mr. Musk's compensation plan awarded him stock bonuses, tied to earnings, and stock value benchmarks, which many critics thought he would never meet, which is why 80% are like, yeah, you can have $56 million if you make that amount of money. You're never going to make that. Oh, my God, he made that amount of money. The compensation plan was agreed to beforehand. If you make X, you get Y. He got the $56 billion because he way exceeded even what his own shareholders thought he could do. Nobody is complaining. They're all rich if they own a lot of shares. Mr. Musk's compensation plan awarded him stock bonuses tied to earnings and stock value benchmarks, which many critics thought he would never meet, Jeb Bush writes in the Wall Street Journal. When he did, he received $56 billion, enriching the shareholders like Mr. Tornetta along the way. Judge McCormick has yet to say how she wants the pay package unwound. But Mr. Tornetta's lawyers could petition her for a percentage of the $56 billion as a fee for having succeeded in their challenge. So what they're doing is they're going after his pay, just like they're going after the kitty with Trump. We will break you financially, and then we will put you in prison, two, two-pronged strategy. Or you could just start censoring people who don't like us. You could start censoring people who tell the truth. This is about Twitter. Remember when Elon Musk was the bell of the ball? Remember that under Obama? Oh, he was the bestest. They were handing him government money right and left, as they always do with their cronies. In New York, Jeb Bush writes, Judge Arthur Engeron ordered Mr. Trump to pay more than $350 million in a civil fraud judgment for inflating the value of his real estate holdings. Which he did not do. Why? How do we know that? You say what you think your property is worth when you go for the loan, and then they go, huh, yeah, cool. We'll put our appraisers on that and check. Which they did. They did their own independent appraisal. You have to, to to lend anybody millions of dollars. And Deutsche Bank did. They're like, yeah, that's that's about what it's worth here. Have the money. There's no fraud here. Nobody was defrauded. Deutsche Bank testified that not only were they not a victim, they hoped to do more business with Mr. Trump. So we're at the point now where it's so bad. Jeb Bush is away. Wait till they haul Elon Musk off. And then, oh, Google this. Google this. This, this. Folks, have you ever heard such a thing in America? Listen to this. Elon Musk's dad in September does an interview. And he says, I'm afraid they're going to assassinate my son. Post him buying Twitter. Let that sink in. The left wants to scream at you about Russia, 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 Putin, Russia. Mm-hmm. And yet billionaires are not safe in our country. So his father does the interview and says he's very worried uh, that his son will be assassinated by the deep state, will be assassinated by global interests. So December rolls around, December 2023, Elon Musk is doing a sit-down interview. Headline UK Daily Mail, Elon Musk claims his risk of assassination is quite significant. Why? What, What thing does Elon Musk think they would kill him over? Elon Musk claims his risk of assassination is quite significant. Why? Following the release of the first installment of the Twitter files that focused on the Hunter Biden cover-up. Yes, but also exposed the deep state as having censored over 22 million pro-Trump tweets. See the problem there? By the way, if you want to have your mind blown, listen to my Battleground America podcast from yesterday. Probably the most important interview Tucker Carlson ever did. It's over an hour. And it is with the guy who handled handled the cyber portfolio for the State Department. In other words, their regime change portfolio where they would go into all these countries, run coups, using social media. Our State Department CIA does that. We've done that for a long time. I mean, it's not a secret. And we did it really well and to good purpose during the Cold War. We stopped the spread of communism. They've taken that modus operandi and all of the equipment and the computer programs, and they have turned it on Americans. They've turned it on Americans. So it used to be the CIA, State Department come after you and do regime change on you if you were Soviet or Marxist. Now they do it on you if you're not Soviet or Marxist. And it is the most, I've listened to the interview three times. I just, I'm glued to it. I broke it down so that you can hear it. Uh, that you you can hit the important parts. It's one of the most important Battleground America podcasts I've ever done. Get it wherever you get your podcast, Spotify. Uh, you can get it 98.9WRD.com. I always have my podcast pinned to the top of my social media, but get it. You can always text Battleground, keyword Battleground, that's the name of my podcast, to the CarPro text line 71307. Just as I predicted, just as I told you would happen. The transgender movement isn't actually about transgender people. Is it now? And no, never was. It's about, it is about denigrating and destroying parental rights. It is about making sure your child's gym teacher, if woke, has more right to guide your child's future than you do. It's about making sure that very much like it was during the communist revolution in China, parents feared what they said in their homes around children. Communist revolution, uh, the people's revolution in China was driven by young people who were driven kind of insane to turn on their parents by the Chinese government. And they did. They turned them in. Eventually, those people would be betrayed and they too would be killed. That's how it goes. But for now, that's what they're doing. They want to make sure that only woke is said or taught in your home and that you fear saying anything that is not woke around your children or you could lose your children. And the whole transgender movement is just to get the camel's nose under the tent to create the legal precedent that if the child disagrees politically with the parents, the child can be taken and raised by the state. That's what this is about. If, if the child disagrees with their Christian school teaching, their parents send them to Christian school, DSS comes and takes the child. If the child doesn't want to go to a particular church service on the weekend, which teenagers, they you know they rebel, I did, And the child is taken by the state and put into a rainbow home. That is the actual name, by the way, in California, Rainbow Homes. They have them in San Francisco, uh, where people more suited to be raising an LGBTQ child than, say, their own parents will apply to be foster parents specifically to take in those kids. That's already going on in San Francisco. And there's a bill in California right now um, that they expect to pass uh, to take in people who are this is for 18 plus um, who have allegedly been rejected by their parents or their families for being LGBTQ. They're, what they're going to do is take that and push it down. And it comes with a special extra stipend to pay, people who are like-minded, i.e. woke and liberal, to take them in. So what they're going to do is use those homes after that. The next step is going to be, this is where your child goes. Somebody makes a lot of money to raise your kid with the correct woke ideology. If you won't do it, you better be careful in your own home. If your child's gym teacher wants to transition your child, then you better let him. If your child's gym teacher has talked them into not going to church with you this weekend, then the child gets to stay home. Child dictates. What's the latest? This New York law. You should see this. Children under 18, all of them, get to make their own medical decisions. No interference from mom and dad. I'm going to let that sink in. It would allow the bill filed in New York, this is where the left is going, children under 18 make all their medical decisions. Shots? Why right now with the shot? Because everything is an mRNA vaccine going forward, starting next year, that combo flu mRNA vaccine. Folks, all of the damage that the liberal mainstream media is now admitting these shots do, the myocarditis, uh, the, gl- the blood clots, the neurological damage that Bloomberg admitted at the beginning of the week, that's not because of the COVID part of the shot. That's because of the mRNA part of the shot. They got to get these shots in these kids. So I tell you what they're going to do. they are gonna bring them into schools. they are going to bring them into schools. Hey, no homework for the week. Just get this little shot in your arm. You might have a blood clot in your brain, but hey, no homework for the week. That's the bill right now. Now, think about this. What happens if your daughter gets pregnant, wants to have an abortion, she's 14, and you don't want to kill your grandkid? Well, right now, you you have medical say. In this situation, state comes in and takes her, gives her the abortion. Your 12-year-old wants to lop off her breasts. You think that might be a bad idea. She's kind of immature and really isn't the kind of person who should be making that decision right now. She could barely complete her homework without you standing over her. Too bad state takes kid, and state takes kid to get breast locked off. Where are they going with it? Where they're going with this, the next step is, hey, now we have this legal precedent. We passed this in New York. You can't take your child to that intolerant church. Do they teach biblically sound teachings, you know, with the actual King James Bible? Yeah, that's going to be a problem. So you can either leave the child at home, or we'll come get him. The S will come pick him up. What is that going to do? That's going to chill speech in your home. You're going to be afraid to speak freely around your own child, just like during the People's Communist Revolution. That's where they're going. It's a shocking law. And you will see it done federally the the, the second they have the House, the Senate, and the presidency with enough numbers to do this. Oh, and you're probably thinking, well, I know. I know. I just won't pay. It comes with a fund. It comes with a fund to pay for the health care. So children can decide what shots they want. Children can decide whether to have an abortion. Children can decide, hey, I'm going to take these puberty blockers even though they sterilize me and cause my my spine, you know, osteoporosis by the time I'm 18. I get in a car wreck. I could snap my spine. Mom says no. Mom better go long. She's going to lose that kid. It doesn't matter. Mom says no, DSS picks up the kid. The state pays from this fund. They're using the cover, by the way, of orphans and foster kids. You know, it's so hard for them to get the approval, to get that medical treatment. Well, you know what we'll do? We'll just make it so everyone under 18 can consent. Well, what if you're five and they're coming at you with an mRNA shot in kindergarten? Under this law, you can consent. Think about that. Who's the parent? You're just the caretaker. The woke left is the parent. The Democrat Party is the parent, not you. Coming up on the show, what a week we've had. First, the phones. We have phones going out. We still don't know exactly why that happened. Followed by this headline, pharmacies nationwide face delays as healthcare tech companies report cyber attack. Folks, here's the thing with our supply chains. They are incredibly fragile. During COVID, a a friend of mine who's a a doctor was shocked because never in her entire career of decades long had she ever seen antibiotics. Hard to come by. A guy down our sales uh, staff, Bill who had um, uh, an infection, needed an antibiotic, right? We were supposed to go to a meeting together, and he said, you're going to have to go yourself. I, I can't cure my eye. I can't get antibiotics. I'm like, really? He eventually did. It took him several days just ground around to get antibiotics. You ever heard of such a thing? Folks, this shows the vulnerability of the system, and it's so weird because <laughs> just, what, a little over a week ago, the FBI director was out. Going, oh, hey, yeah, you know, um yeah, hackers might take the grid down. Like, you know, water, food, stuff like that. It's all digital now. He very casual about it. Didn't offer to do anything about it. Didn't tell us how to fix it. Just wanted us to know, hey, the grid might go down. By the way, he does that. Every quarter, he comes out and says, hey, the grid's going down. Just so y'all know, yeah, grid's going down. No, we're not, no, no plans to do anything about it. Just thought we'd let you know the grid is going down.
1: FBI Director Christopher Wray says Chinese hackers are targeting the U.S. with potentially damaging cyber attacks. There has been far too little public focus on the fact that PRC hackers are targeting our critical infrastructure, our water treatment plants, our electrical grid, Our oil and natural gas pipelines, our transportation systems, China's hackers are positioning on American infrastructure in preparation to wreak havoc and cause real-world harm to American citizens and communities.
3: Just a little over a week ago. Weird, right? Now we have this headline. Pharmacies nationwide face delays as healthcare company reports cyber attack. What does he not say, this man? What is the fastest growing group of illegals coming over the border right now? Chinese, young Chinese military age men. Like the guy, the illegal immigrant who started the illegal bio weapons lab in California, like that guy. So you'd think that Ray would say, hey, you know what? We need to stop that. We, we need to close our borders. We don't, we don't get attacked. He doesn't. Which means he wants you to know it's coming. But he's not up for stopping it. Not up for stopping it. In fact, former FBI directors and assistance directors had to sign a letter, which Ray did not sign, saying we got to close this border. We the, the number one category of people coming over it since 2021 changed, they said in the letter. It's not mainly families anymore. It's young military-aged men, many of them from hostile countries. We need to close the border. Ray didn't sign it. He's just telling you what they're going to do when they get here. I got more on this coming up. I want to play some clips on this for you. Just absolutely eerie that this happens right on the heels of this. Pharmacies across the country reporting delays to prescription orders due to cyber attack against one of the nation's largest technology companies. That, on top of the weirdness of the phones, what, uh, what does this show us? We are utterly unprepared and our political class does not care. They are more interested in shoveling some more money at Ukraine.